If you're a driven, active person who wants to reach and pursue a higher quality life with some ambition, then guess what? This podcast is for you. This is the Driven Athlete Podcast. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Dr. Kyle. Welcome back to the Driven Athlete Podcast. We are going to expand this conversation on uh, what, why things hurt uh, for neuromusculoskeletal uh, pain, right? And when I say neuromusculoskeletal, what I mean is joint pain, muscle, tendon, um, soft tissue, like labrum, um, connective tissue, ligaments, like stuff like that. Um, and then also nerve referred pain, which can come in many shapes and sizes, but it's just pain that uh, is referring to another part of the body, but it's really rooted from somewhere else. And it's usually some kind of a neural structure in the spine. Um, so we're going to talk about that because the bottom line that we, we have conversations with this all the time with people, things don't hurt for no reason. Okay. Like neuromusculoskeletal structures don't hurt for no reason. That, that means that something's being done unknowingly that's allowing stuff to continually get lit up and irritated and painful, which means then that we can stop that and, in, and intervene, right? We, at some point, we have to stop the bleeding, right? Even high-level athletes, LeBron, Steph Curry, um, Ezekiel Elliott, whatever, at some point, we have to modify some stuff. At the extreme end, then, is shut things down for a little while, of course, to let, let things settle down and stop the bleeding. And then we can intervene appropriately what the problem is and then wean back into that activity with a better foundation and fixing the compensation patterns that led to it in the first place. All right, that's how people get back to 100% without things coming back again. We have this conversation all the time with our patients, okay? So with that being said, neuromusculoskeletal stuff, uh, they, 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 symptoms, they don't come and hurt for no reason. All right, as long as we rule out red flags, underlying systemic problems like uh, tumors, right? Or cardiovascular disease and issues, right? Referred pain from visceral structures, visceral being like internal organ structures or um, underlying systemic pathologies and problems. All right, if we rule out those red flags, then that means the only thing left is a neuromusculoskeletal uh, uh, type of pain, right? Structure. And if that's the case, then that means we can stop it. All right, there is a solution. Things don't hurt for no reason. The things that cause uh, pain like that and neuromuscular, neuromusculoskeletal pain and symptoms, come. it seems like it comes from repetitive movements, doing the same things over and over again, and the other one is prolonged postures. The most important prolonged posture that we discuss with our patients first, it's like you want, you're coming in to see us, you want a problem solved, your back hurts, your shoulder hurts, your neck hurts, whatever. What's your sleep position look like? That is literally the first thing we talk about with our patients is sleep position. We know that prolonged postures can, can set things up for failure and light stuff up. Prolonged sitting, prolonged standing, standing in a weird way, holding a baby on your hip, um, carrying a dog on your, on your arm. What I had a lady this morning, was, she was like, my arm hurts, I'm carrying my dog. Like, it makes sense. Yeah, all right. Let's investigate that. Let's, let's intervene. Um, and then sleeping position. All right, sleeping position is the most influential position to allow things to get lit up continually or on the opposite end, what it's supposed to do is allow things to settle down, recover, and heal because sleep is for recovering and healing for sure. But if we're putting ourselves in positions that aren't allowing that or maybe even contributing to irritation and symptoms, then we're going to hit a ceiling forever. We're just going to hit a ceiling and stalemate and it's not going to allow things to heal and get better. 
So sleeping position and postures is the first thing we talk about with patients. We put so much weight on that that we say, don't even come back to work with us until you fix your sleeping posture first. Because we're going to do everything we can. We're going to do, do our best. We're going to investigate. We're going to critically think, right, um, and, and deep dive and try hard mentally to work and solve your problem to your pain. So you can get back to doing the things you love. That's because we live vicariously through our patients. And we did in the past. We've all been there and our, our clinicians. And that's why we got into sports physical therapy. That's our goal. And we're going to try hard. But if you're not doing your part, that's, that's not an equal relationship. And you're not going to see the best results you can. Right? Does that make sense? And the first thing to focus on is your sleep position. So focus on your sleep position first. And if you're having trouble and continually coming back, it's like, yeah, it hurts for no reason. And you're like, well, how'd you sleep? Well, I, I slept on my stomach again. It's like, we have to fix that, dude. Like, we have to intervene and fix your sleeping positions first. Otherwise, we're going to stalemate and hit a ceiling, and it's going to be frustrating for everybody, and it's a waste of time and money for everybody. So fix your sleeping posture first, and don't even come back until you fix that, right? Most of the time, people are like, oh, okay, I understand. Let's well, I'll work on it, right? Great. We'll send you an email with a take-home message about all the key points you talked about, and one of those most important things is your sleep position. So a really common thing we hear with that, my shoulder hurts... And for no reason, just hurts. I woke up today, shoulder hurts. I'm, I'm an anomaly, right? All right, yeah. All right. So if you're an anomaly, then there's nothing that can be done. Now what? No, we, there is something that can be done, right? Things don't hurt for no reason. And there is a solution then, which means we can intervene and control your positions, your postures. Your shoulder hurts this morning. What position did you sleep in? Oh, I slept on my shoulder. It's like, yo, that makes total sense, right? Like, see the connection here. Sleeping on, if your right shoulder hurts and you sleep on your right side, the suggestion we make is just like, don't sleep on that shoulder, all right? Don't sleep with your arm overhead and don't sleep on your stomach like this, right? With your hand, like your arm underneath your head on your stomach. Those are all uh, provocative impingement positions that we actually, our special tests that we do as clinicians to figure out and provoke symptoms on purpose, right? So if you're sleeping like this on your stomach, with your arm kind of over your forehead. That's actually called like it's similar to a Hawkins Kennedy position, which is a special test we do for rotator cuff provocation. So I got a great idea. Let's put you in a provocation position and stay like that for six hours. Do you think that's going to contribute to symptoms? Yeah, of course. Right. So it's just a great answer of like, Oh, that things don't hurt for no reason. I felt fine yesterday when I went to bed. Yeah. How'd you feel when you went to bed? I felt fine. What'd you do before you went to bed? I just read and you felt fine. Yes. Woke up in the morning and your shoulder hurts. Okay, so you didn't do anything between when you went to bed that night and when you woke up in the morning other than sleep. So the position is definitely contributing to your symptoms. We have to intervene with that. Suggestions, don't lay on your shoulder. You can leverage pillows to help position yourself or prevent yourself from getting in positions. Suggestions like if, you lay on your, if you're a side sleeper, sleep on your other side, all right? Hug like three pillows um, so your arm that's affected can rest on top and plop on top of it and rest so it's not compressed or crunched and that keeps it more in a neutral position. All right. It also hugging three pillows like that or a king pillow folded in half. That's what I do. I fold it in half. So it's unfolding down towards my legs. So it keeps my shoulder depressed and open like that. It just supports it better. It also prevents you from continuing to roll over on your stomach. It's like a barrier. So you can leverage pillows as barriers, as like a fence um, to prevent you from getting positions you don't want to be in or keep things more supported. That's really the only thing you can do at this point, right? All right, Armageddon version, because you're sleeping in your stomach is a problem. And I always sleep in my stomach. I've done this with somebody. Armageddon version is just sleep in a recliner. 
all right, like your grandma, okay? The goal right now is to not, if we're on a healing campaign and we want to fix your shoulder pain or your back pain or whatever, and it's having difficulty with thrashing in the middle of the night in your bed and pillows aren't really helping, the main goal right now, we're on a healing campaign to just stop the bleeding and stop things from continuing worse. Because we're going to do stuff in the clinic. We're going to work on manual therapy. We're going to get the soft tissue restrictions. We're going to fix the joint mobility compensation patterns and, and disparities. And then we're going to strengthen some stuff and activate other things in your scapula to, to fix those disparities. But if we continually F it up every single night, we're going to hit a stalemate and a ceiling. That's going to not allow things to progress and get better. Because we're going to do the best we can. We're going to do we're going to do everything we can to get you better. But if a person's not sleeping as optimally as they could in positions, it's just postures. It just allows things to continually get irritated. All right. So with that being said, and our number one priority is just to fix your shoulder pain and stop the bleeding. Sleep in a recliner because you won't be able to sleep in your stomach like that. It's going to be even diff- more difficult to sleep on your side too. I would rather you wake up in the next morning and I slept like crap, but my shoulder doesn't hurt as bad. Okay, that's a win. I would rather right now your shoulder not hurt worse and sacrifice some sleep quality tonight. Do that for three nights in a row. You'll get so tired till you'll, you'll be able to sleep in any position. And now you have no pain and you're sleeping good. That's a win-win. And that's what we want, right? We can sleep training positions. Like I've slept in my stomach my whole life, 30 years, right? I've gotten a lot of resistance with that. Soldiers in Afghanistan can change their, they can, they can train and sleep, sleep train themselves. If they can sleep on rocks with bombs going off, then we, you can train yourself to sleep in a different position. And at the benefit of fixing your shoulder pain, your back pain, we have to focus on that, right? And I'm just doing my job as a clinician to help bring everything to the table to light to help your, solve your problem. But if we're not having enough um, earnest effort on your end to help and we're doing everything we can, then what, what, we, we're not going to really have a good solution. But this is a major factor. So that's what we usually suggest. Back pain and shoulder pain, neck pain, whatever. I thrash in the middle of the night. My pillows go everywhere. What can I possibly do? Sleep in a recliner. Find any position you can where it's not provocative. And that's going to help allow things to settle down and healing and recovery can happen. If you're not sleeping well for the, for two to three nights, by the fourth night, you're not going to like me. But I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> if we're fixing your problem, six months from now, you're going to like me. It's eight weeks from now, you're going to like me. It was just that short-term discomfort of changing and intervening to, to stop the bleeding and, and let things settle down. And then we can intervene and stack and build from a foundation and progressively make things more challenging and layer in more cool stuff to fix the underlying problem. And six to eight weeks from now, you're going to be high-fiving everybody, including us, hopefully, right? They're like, they were right. They're like, we've seen this a bunch, right? Just heed our advice. All right? we, we promise we're, we have your best interest at heart. But that's a tough one, and sleeping positions that is that thing. So I, yeah, I can't find a position that's thrashing all over the place. Try a recliner first, okay? And any position doesn't hurt. Then you can wean yourself back into bed. Stack like five pillows behind your back against your headboard so you're sleeping inclined, which is kind of like a recliner position, right? Then take two pillows out or three pillows out, and you're a little bit more flat, right? Then you can wean yourself back into bed. Four weeks from now, you're sleeping in your bed flat on your back like Dracula, and you have no pain. That's a win-win. Right now, we can really make some work and effort towards strengthening and stabilizing and fixing the mobility disparities in your scapula and your shoulder, right? Or the low back, right? We can fix all the uh, lower lumbar hypermobility problems and really hammer core stability, pelvic and glute strength stability activation applied with functional activity and then weaning back into your sport, right? That's how we're going to make lasting changes. But we have to do the 
uncomfortable, challenging things sometimes to make a long-term benefit. And fixing sleeping posture is one of those. All right. So to backtrack, neuromusculoskeletal things don't hurt for no reason as long as we rule out red flags and underlying systemic pathologies. All right. Which means that it's repetitive movements and prolonged postures that are causing the problems. Prolonged postures, when I sit for a long time, it hurts. That's pretty common. Set a timer to transition from sitting to standing right at your desk to at least um, uh, break up the amount of time that you're spending in one position. Just go like every, if it hurts after 30 minutes, then you're like, ah, 30 minutes later, my back starts to hurt. Set a timer for 25 minutes to stay ahead of the pain. Stand for 25 minutes. Timer goes off again. Go back to sitting for 25 minutes. So you're just transitioning back and forth and avoiding one position for too long. Because I get in that mode where I'm in, the, I'm, I'm in my game, uh, hard, intense work mode, right? Deep work. And I'm like, oh, shoot, it's been 30, 30, three hours, man. My back hurts. Like a timer dinging on your phone or your watch will help at least break that up and bring some awareness. All right. So we're staying ahead of the pain for prolonged sitting and prolonged standing. Okay, cool. We got the sleep posture thing worked out. Cool. Now we have to fix the movement patterns. And that's where our manual therapy and corrective exercises come in, right? The repetitive movements over and over again with compensation patterns, right? So we have to fix those underlying compensation patterns and translate that to your sport. I'm not a golf pro or a tennis pro or a pitching coach or a volleyball pro coach, but I am an expert in biomechanics and pain. And we can communicate and translate that to your sport, right? Because we don't understand the requirements involved, but I'm not going to help teach your golf swing but we can intervene of like, why is the structure getting hurt with these movements? Oh, dude, you're lacking thoracic spine rotation or like you're lacking scapular protraction, upper rotation, right? Or you're lacking um, glute activation and pelvic stability with hip rotation limitations. That's where we can intervene. And that's why these things are required in your sport. That's where we can intervene. It's going to translate. With that being said, consult with your coach or your, your, uh, your pro about your swing mechanics or your throwing mechanics of where the compensations might lie of why these structures are getting lit up. That's where we have to intervene. Does it make sense? But anyway, so repetitive movements and prolonged postures seem to be the two things of why neuromusculoskeletal things hurt for no reason. That's where we can intervene. Having a conversation like that is really important for step one, at least. And we also have to do an evaluation to figure out why. Because that accurate diagnosis is going to lead to a better treatment approach and intervention choices. But sleeping posture, I think that's the key conversation piece for this particular podcast. That's the number one thing we talk about with our patients first. We have to fix your sleeping posture. It's a tough conversation and a delicate dance of a conversation. Um, and like I said, I've got a lot of resistance, but it's very important. And we have to focus on that because sleep is designed for sleep and, and help, for healing and recovery. But the position we're putting ourselves in aren't allowing that and maybe even contributing more to irritation or problems, then we're definitely not going to make uh, strides in making improvements. Uh, but I, it's interesting. I had this one guy, um, he was like in his mid fifties, you know, this was earlier in my career, a couple of years ago. And, uh, he had chronic shoulder and elbow pain. He's a golfer. And he was like, yeah, you know, it just hurts. Been, been a long time. I'm like, okay. Uh, when does it hurt most? He's like, when I swing, what about in the more, like, does it hurt for no reason? Like, tell me about why. And like, when does it hurt? He's like, well, yeah, it, does, it just it seems like this always hurts and never goes away. What about in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. It hurts. It hurts when I wake up in the morning. It's like, Okay. Interesting. What about like, if you didn't golf, does it get lit up? Not really. Was there sometime recently? He's like, I haven't been able to golf recently because it hurts so much. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. Um, that afternoon that hurts this morning for no reason. Okay. 
later that or the previous day, that afternoon, what'd you do? I didn't really do anything. Did it hurt? Not really. Okay. You went to bed. How did it feel? It was fine. Okay. You woke up this morning and it hurts your shoulder and your elbow. Yes. So you didn't do anything between going to bed and wake up this morning other than sleep. Correct. Correct. Do you see a pattern? Like your sleeping position is affecting your arm pain. What position are you sleeping on or sleeping in? He's like, oh, I sleep on my, on my shoulder, my elbow. I'm like, dude, that's contributing, right? We have like, you see, there's a correlation here, right? Um, it's a, if it's compressing and just irritating the structure for six to eight hours, hopefully seven days a week, do you think that's influential? That's definitely influential. It's contributing, I think, to your symptoms. He's like, oh, whoa, 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 hold on a second. How old are you? Where'd you go to school? What's your degree? Right. Where, what are you doing? Like, what's your career path? Like, what, what was your mentorship like in the past? And I'm like, whoa, 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 dude. Like, he's totally questioning my legitimacy and credibility. I was like, dude, I'm just trying to help you, man. Like, he's like, I've been sleeping like this for 30 years. You're going to come here and tell me to change my sleep. That's something I've been doing forever. I'm like, I'm just trying to help, dude. Like, I'm just trying to bring to light some factors maybe haven't been brought to light yet. Right. Maybe have a conversation longer than three minutes in the normal doctor's office visit. That's like, wait, 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 wait a second. It doesn't hurt that night, but it hurts in the morning. The rest of the day prior, it also didn't hurt. And all of a sudden this morning at 8 a.m. it hurts. There was nothing done in between because neuromusculoskeletal structures don't hurt for no reason, right? So then something was done to irritate and provoke it. Dude, your sleeping position is, is contributing to your symptoms. What's the intervention here? You gotta, we got to change your sleeping position. Sleep on the other side. And actually, you know what? Rest three pillows underneath and hug three pillows so your arm is, is propped and supported to prevent yourself from rolling on your stomach. Maybe even put a pillow behind your back on the other side to prevent you rolling back on your other shoulder. And that'll help leverage those pillows as best you can as barriers to prevent yourself from getting a position that's provocative. And he was just like totally resistant to his, towards it. But you know, it was really interesting. He's like married to his sleep position and was questioning credibility. And I was like, dude, I'm just trying to help, man. Like I'm bringing everything to light that I possibly can. But anyway, that was just that was just interesting. So with that being said, we're definitely trying to be as tactful and delicate as we can with those conversations, not attacking anybody's character by any means. We're just like, hmm, where can we intervene? What things make sense? Let's intervene as best we can, shed some light on some stuff. But anyway, sleeping position is definitely very important and crucial because people we sleep every day. It's not like a day we don't sleep, unless we're SEAL training, Navy SEALs. We sleep every day, seven days a week for six to eight hours to nine hours, hopefully, right? Eight hours. That's a lot. That's a lot. That could be very influential. So give that a thought. If you have any questions, reach out. If you have any musculoskeletal, neuromusculoskeletal problems and pain that are preventing you from doing things you love to do, we, we work with people like you, right? We work with athletic, active people who want to do fun things in their life and are tired of being told not to do those things or just rest because rest just leads to rust, right? Motion's lotion. Resting isn't going to fix the compensation patterns. So when people rest for six weeks, take Advil and ice it, and then they go back to doing the same thing, they didn't fix the reason why it happened in the first place. That's why it comes back. And then they go back to the doc again and they're frustrated. They're not being asked what position they're sleeping in. They're not intervening at like the compensation patterns that led to it in the first place. So what's the next step? Meds, injections, or surgery. That stuff can be avoided, right? We've, we've helped people do that. Not all the time. I don't hate meds. I don't hate injections. I don't hate surgery. Sometimes people need that stuff, of course. For the right candidate, that seems to be a lot of active athletic people that are otherwise healthy. We can avoid that stuff, hopefully. And we do everything we can to do that, right? We had to intervene appropriately, of course, for, for those best results. But anyway, that seems where that comes from. So if you have any questions, we love to we love to answer some questions and help you shed some light on and get some concrete answers and maybe even work with us. We love to work with you and fix your underlying problem because we live vicariously through our patients and we want to help y'all. So don't hesitate to reach out. Our number is 561-899-8725 
or email us at team, T-E-A-M, team at athleterc.com. And we'd love to chat. We'll catch y'all next time. Hey, hold up. As you know, we're a small local practice and we don't run any ads or sell anything on this podcast, but it would mean the world if you could share, write a post or word of mouth recommendation for somebody just like you that's athletic and active that wants to live their dynamic lifestyle and pay some good karma and pay it forward to somebody else just like you. And who knows, you could change their world and a 10 second review could be that avenue.